Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have a very special guest here today from Vanderpump Rules. We have Katie Maloney. It's Katie Maloney, right? You didn't change it to Schwartz. It can be Katie Maloney Schwartz or Katie Maloney. Or Katie Maloney. Okay. I like that. I feel like we know you as Katie Maloney. Yeah. And I know me as Katie Maloney. So <laughs> so this is a very special time for you to come on the show because we have something very exciting happening in the Vanderpump Rules universe. And that is Lala and 50 Cent. I am so <laughs> excited about this feud. I want to know. I have a bunch of questions. I don't know how much you can say. Or you don't know how much you feel comfortable saying? I don't really know a lot. So we're recording this on Saturday. So when this all started happening yesterday, like, did you get text message updates? Like, did the, does the cast, like, all <laughs> communicate with each other during this? Like, you have to have talked about it, right? Um, yeah, not, not with, like, everyone, because everyone's sort of, like, really busy right now. Obviously, I'm moving and everything like that. But, however, I woke up yesterday and I get Google alerts about, you know, Vanderpump Rules. So, when I check my email, there'll be all that kind of stuff. And I and so, I went to, I saw this and I, I don't follow 50 Cent, but I went and I, I, like, me and Tom, like, read his caption a few times or watching this. We're like, is this a joke? Like, yeah. this is, okay, he's got a weird sense of humor. But then, but then Schwartz was like, no, like, he's, like, really petty on social media. Like, he, like, is constantly, like, every three months, like, goes crazy on someone on social media. I had no idea that this is, like, maybe his thing. I don't know. Yeah, he does it a lot. He does it with, I like, guess, a lot of celebrities. I guess it is. But I was just like, whoa, like, this is crazy. Because then, then it, like, occurred to me, I'm like, okay, well, then this is not a joke. He means this. And, like, what the hell is going on? And I didn't, I didn't want to text and that's not something you like text, text Lala. Lala to be like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I would text her. <laughs> I did see her yesterday. I was like, okay, I want to wait and ask her what's up. And, you know, I didn't want to pry because it's, it's not just Lala. It's, you know, Randall's friendship relationship with 50 Cent. And I don't know anything about that. It's so weird even saying that. Yeah. Hold up. So you did see Lala. And did you talk to her about it when you saw her? Yeah. So what did she say? What was her vibe? What was her mood? Tell me everything. Uh, it, um, you know, at first she, she was, cause I read her comments and I mentioned that and I was, you know, cause she definitely responded at first and then she's like, I should not get involved. I just leave it like, she wrote, like, like, wow, 50, we're like, doing it on the gram or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's pretty funny, but, yeah. um, but I just was asked her, I'm like, well, how's Randall? Because I, I don't know much about the relationship i just know that they're close and you know i know that he was really um bummed about it because he had just asked 50 to be in their wedding oh i didn't know that and like 50 was really excited and wanted to do like a speech and the whole thing so you know it's it was he was like really oh that's really hurt by that and i get it and i I just i didn't i i just have been like asking them like how are you guys doing yeah I it's I don't want to pry and I'm sure like it's already already everyone every news outlet gossip rag whatever you want to call it is is following this so closely that it's got to feel very like invasive and yeah. really personal because you know after he's posting screenshots of conversations like text i hate messages. that shit. i know that stresses me out. i like you know that that's my like anti-rage text anti-drug <laughs> right there because you know we know you're a rage texter, those, re- right? those receipts will pop up. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, that's just Wait. like really, inv- that's an invasion of privacy. Because, you know, you're having, here you are having like a personal, like, you know, one you know, very private conversation. And then for someone just to blast it to like 20 something million people is really aggressive. I'm just having flashbacks of when we've seen your rage texts on the show on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> like, did, do you have to give permission for those texts or how do those texts? I mean, it hasn't happened in a couple seasons. I, um, 
some of those texts I've given to them when they've asked. So what they add, they're like, oh, we heard you rage text. Can we see the proof? Uh-huh. And then you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Now I don't do it or I delete it <laughs> immediately. Sorry. It's just, yeah. you know, yeah. I like personal conversation. Yeah. I, 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 I will talk about what I said. Yeah. I'll say, it, you know, you but know what? whatever. The impression I get from you on the show is that you don't give a fuck about the cameras. No. Do you feel that way? I don't give a yeah. fuck. I, I forget that they're there. Every year I say like, okay, I'm going to try to be a little more cognate about like that they're there. And, but I just, I don't. Cause I don't, I think ultimately I don't, I don't care. Like we're there to like live our lives out loud. Right. Right. So I just can <laughs> kind of continue to do that. Yeah. You know, well, I you mean, guys are doing a good job of it. I mean, yeah, I, I've grown. I've grown. Right. You're a grown ass one. You know, I'm buying a house. I'm yeah. adults now. <laughs> We're going to talk about that um, in a second, but I have to go back to this 50 cent okay, random yeah. thing. So have you seen 50 with Lala and Randall before? I've never seen them together. No. So does the cast have a group text for this kind of thing? Like you, it didn't obviously happen this time, but is there a cast group text? There's, there's a, several ca- like cast different group. categories. Yeah. There, yeah. There's one that we talk about when we're all going to go like work out together. There's one that we talk, there's one that has like some of our like uh, producers in it. Mm. There's some that like don't have certain people. In it. Mm. There's probably like a <laughs> witches of WeHo one. You know, there's politics. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. So some people were saying this was a publicity stunt because the finale's on Monday. It's not though, right? <laughs> no, 50 Cent would like, <laughs> I, I mean, if it That's helps boost our too. ratings. Like 50 Cent isn't worried about a publicity campaign for Vanderpump Rules. No, yeah. I don't, I, I have no idea what spawned or what inspired him to do this. Right. So, um, oh, my last question about Randall. Does he have a heart issues? Because did you hear that thing that he was going to the emergency room? He, yeah, that, he had said. that scared me because, you know, I like I really love Randall. I think he's great. And I, I, I know how he's obviously deeply affected by this. So, like, yeah, that that, you know, was something that was a cause of concern for me, too, because obviously, like, that just shows that he's like very like viscerally affected by this. Yeah. And, you know, I. Like, as far as I know, he's okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just it's it's really sad. Yeah, it is sad. Okay, let's talk about the finale episode. How do you feel like this season went? For who? I should ask that. <laughs> For who? For the whole For like the me. whole cast. Um, I think. Oh gosh, I mean, every year is crazier than the last, but in different ways. You know, I mean, history does often repeat itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with this group. But, you know, I think I think this year was great because you really see some growth with some people. You know, I think all of us were very hesitant uh, with Jax at the beginning, not because we don't want him to change or we weren't recognizing that. It's just we know him. We know we mm-hmm. know Jax and Jax will sometimes go through these like phases and he'll, you know, one minute he's going to like move back to Florida and be a firefighter. And like, you know, he's obsessed on that. So I think all of us were like, okay, like he's like taking on this new sort of version of himself. Let's see how long it lasts. And I think we're all like really happy to see that that lasted. So I think that was great uh, to see that kind of growth in him. And then just sort of just see like the the dynamics within the group like all the girls coming together i really like that like there was a lot of like girl power mm-hmm. and like um you know women supporting women cuz that's not something that's often um visible on our show you know i love the girls trip to solving yeah. i thought it was like a fun had we've seen, have we seen that on the show with just a girls trip i don't i can't remember but uh yeah we went there was a we went to montauk right not quite right as successful but but it was fun to see you guys all together in Solvang. And Kristen was a mess, which I loved in the best way in Solvang. <laughs> I love my Kristen. Uh, yes. Sheena in the finale. Sheena has this whole thing with Adam. And this was actually the first episode in the in the season finale where I saw some excitement out of Adam. Where it seemed like he showed some emotion. Because every other time on camera, it seemed like he just was blank-faced, no motion towards Sheena, and Sheena would be, like, professing something to him, and he didn't show anything. But then in the finale, at the engagement party, it seemed like he really was affected by Sheena's actions. So, is it real, or is it... What do you make of Adam's feelings towards Sheena? You know what? This is... (laughs) This subject... 
I could go on and on about, but also like not because it's just it kind of de- it like dead ends at some point. Like <laughs> that all uh, exact sentence for- could describe everything Sheena does. <laughs> God, well, I mean, for a long time we're just like, okay, Sheena. So like, it, here's your best friend. You hang out with them all the time. You're sleeping together. Like, you're not seeing anyone else. Like, sounds like you have a boyfriend, but like, no, they didn't. It's just it never made a lot of sense to any of us because he, you know, didn't really want her to see anyone else. She didn't want to see anyone else. She didn't want him to see anyone else, but they didn't want to like be exclusive. It, it, it was, I, you know, I'm all for like the casual, like sort of like thing when you're trying to get to know someone, especially when it's a friend. Tom and I started off a very similar way, but eventually has to go somewhere. You got to shit or get off the pot. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't happening. And I think, you know, they both were catching feelings, but they were trying to repel them. So I just, I don't, I, I do not no still to this day i it's it is a very confusing subject i like them together yeah i i really like adam personally and i think half the time he really wanted to film and be a part of the show but then half the time he really didn't i think i think if he was like if i'm gonna film and be part of the show i want to like be dynamic with this group and he's friends with the guys and you know he didn't want to just be filming as like sheena's like sort of like little like you know toy boy like thing like he wanted to like have a part in it so i get that but it just I was trying to figure that out because the whole season I'm watching him and I'm like, I can't tell if he wants to be here because it seems like he sort of shuts down when the cameras are in front of him, which I think comparatively, like with everyone else on your cast, because you guys are so, I don't know, dynamic or something. I don't know if that's the right word, but it seems like he just kind of shuts down. And so I couldn't tell if that was just nerves or how he felt towards Sheena or if he just genuinely didn't want to be on the show. I don't know. It's it's yeah. like all of the above. Yeah. yeah <laughs> really yeah. honestly, I think it's it's just a little bit of everything, you know. And he he doesn't even work at Star anymore. Oh, so he, will he be around at all? He might not be around anymore. I mean, we still see him. He yeah. works at like Pally House down. So he's still he's still around and like, you know, he's no, he's a, he's a really really sweet guy. And I think I'm pretty sure like him and Gina are still like friends and buddies, but I think they've had to like take some space. Yeah. Talk to me about meeting Schwartz, Tom, your Tom. When did you guys, did you guys meet before you worked at Sir? No. Okay. I started working at Sir and then I became really tight with uh, Kristen and Stassi. And Kristen was like, at the time she was dating Sandoval and she wasn't living with him, but spending a lot of time there. And she was like, I want to introduce you to my boyfriend's roommate. I was like, Ugh. I'd already like, I'd already been like drugged through the mud pretty hard with a guy. And so I was feeling pretty jaded and pretty like no thing. And so I was just like, okay, what's his story? She's like, well, he just moved here a year ago from Florida. And, you know, I'm like, okay, what's, what's his purpose? And she's like, well, he wants to, <laughs> she's like, he wants to do like modeling acting. I was like, nope, sorry. I've yeah, already yeah. dated all of those. Like I'm not dating like a fresh off the boat guy who's like here to pursue his modeling and acting career. Like I know those types. Did you, all- wait, did you ever date any actors or models that we would know? Yeah. Anyone that you could say? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to like out. You can tell me off air. Okay, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, it was yeah, it was a long time ago, but um, but oh, now I want to know. <laughs> when Ariana was on the show, she said she dated a comedian, and everyone's trying to figure out who it is. I know who it is. You know who it is. Yeah. You can tell me at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but so so you know what? Finally, she kind of wore me down. I was like, okay, I'll meet the guy, and so we ended up going to like. Belmont after work one night and he like showed up really fast. He didn't have his ID, so he couldn't like really hang out. But then we went back to his wait. So he wasn't even, Oh, he was 20. He was over 21. He just yeah, didn't have he his just ID. Said, yeah. Okay, so okay. like, so we went back and he actually had some like little chicky with him, like mm, a friend, a friend. Yeah, yeah. They were just like hanging out. But like, we immediately like hit it off and like had like chemistry and things. I think we were, I don't think we were playing poker, but we were like playing music and him and I were like, kind of like both sharing DJ responsibilities. And Mm. I mean, it was kind of over at that point. I was like, God, he's really cute. Okay, fine. I'll date one more of these. And then that was the last one I you ever dated. And that's the last one. Yeah. But, but, the, but then like, I was like, I don't want a relationship. He's like, I don't want a relationship. And so we just like casually were seeing each other, but like we both again, caught feelings. This is why I was trying to tell Sheena, I'm like, gotta love some point to find what this is, right. you know? And I actually, I asked, I was talking to Stassi. This was like three months into like Tom and I. And let's wait, other. let's just get a timeline. So okay. 
at what point did the show start? Was this like three years before the show? Two this months is two before years the show? before the show. Two years before the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Yeah, so two years before. It was like in like May-ish or June, we met and started seeing each other. And then it was like around August that I was like, Stassi, like, what do I do? And she was with Jax. And she goes, I think you just, you have to define it because, you know, he's going to get hurt or you're going to get hurt. If, you know, if you walk away from it, he's starting to date someone else. Like, how are you going to feel about that? I'm like, I'll kill her. So I was like, I know what I have to do. I know what I have to do. So I was like, literally at that moment, I text Tom and I was like, do you want to go have lunch tomorrow? And he said, okay. And then we went to lunch and I was just like, listen, yada, yada. Do you want to be my boyfriend? And he was like, I don't, yeah, he's like, I don't know if I'll be a very good one, but okay. And I was like, that is good enough for me because I don't, you know, I just felt like it was time to like set boundaries and sort of like say that, you know, label it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you you know what to expect and you know, no one. Yeah, exactly. I have a question about the show. The guys, especially your Tom and the other Tom, I feel like they're often portrayed Catherine Heigl said something about the movie Knocked Up. She said, in the movie Knocked Up, she said, the women are portrayed as shrews, and the guys get to be these lovable goofballs. Mm -hmm. And I often feel, and I've said this on the show before, that this happens on Vanderpump Rules a lot. I think the guys get to be these lovable goofballs, you know, these Mm -hmm. scamps, and (laughs) the women are often portrayed as the uptight, angry, whatever. Yeah. Do you feel that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Why do you think that is? What do you think that's about? Do you think Chris, that's a society Kristen thing? described it as empathy on the right. show. Because, I mean, okay, if you if you, like, if you really break it down, think about the what the, the guys on the show have done. They've cheated all cheated. They've multiple all multiple times. Lied, stole. Aggressive behavior, pouring drinks, whatever, you're touching, the whole thing, you know, doing those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And... Somehow, at the end of the day, it's like either our fault or it's like, oh, you like, oh, how could you let him do that to you? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's, but don't get mad at him. But like, how could I let someone do that to me? Right. How about you get on his ass about the fact that he's doing those things? And right. like, I, no, I, I 100% I don't know why it is. I don't know why, like, I, you know, I, I've always said, like, oh, well, you, Katie, Tom's going to leave you because you're miserable. Well, we both contributed to a lot of problems in our relationships. Mine are a little more prominent and highlighted because I'm a little more outward about my actions and behaviors where Tom's are a little more Mm. subtle Mm -hmm. and maybe not always shown. And, um... Not trying to like out you, him or no, anything, no, but, but it's just yeah. like, but it's just, I, 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 it, it, it is really frustrating because you know the guys can do no wrong. The guys get forgiven for like everything, and the girls is always going to be remembered. Mm-hmm. You know, my rage texting. Oh, and I wonder Katie. if that's oh. like a society thing or if it's I don't know because I noticed that watching the show, and I, I don't even know if I watch it because I'd say it's a, it's it's a like it's like a I don't know if it's like a Bravo like that yeah. world cultural kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like that's i think those people are just more uh and by the way actually going to gravitate towards that sort of yeah. like attitude of like feeling that you know and i don't want it to sound like the girls on your show or any of the other bravo shows are completely innocent like everyone does their things correct but no. it just feels like they're the guys get to be like oh they're fun like even though they're oh. doing these awful things you lovable goof right oh you dumb little idiot when you and tom yeah. are fighting does he ever get is he ever like we can't do this on camera or does he ever feel that way no we no, no we like, definitely yeah. no it's it is it, it just yeah, you guys are comfortable <laughs> about happen. it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I wish. Does it bother you though? Like you guys have a big fight. Like when you were on vacation, on vacation, you guys had this big fight, and the whole world saw this fight. And I think we did get to see you guys make up, which you had that poor woman in the bathroom. <laughs> <Definitely>. oh. <laughs> poor woman had to wait in the in that restroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor her. Um, but you guys had this f- wonderful makeup. But then we also all saw the, all that fight play out. So. Mm-hmm. After you fight like that on camera and it hasn't aired yet, do you just think about it? I would stress about it. I used to. I yeah. used to. Now, I, I, it doesn't occur to me until like way later. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's, like that's airing soon. I, you know, to me, it's just like Tom and I, pe- people are seeing like a sort of like a sensationalized version of a fight. You're seeing a shortened 
you know, piece sort of PC version version of it. And it has to fit in a certain amount of time. And it also has to be interesting and fascinating to watch. And some of the, the the 20 minute long conversation of like really all the detail, you know, you lose a lot of context, which is fine. Like, you know, people don't want to watch a 20 minute long argument, but like it it gets frustrating when you're involved in it and you're like, wait a minute, hold on. I, (laughs) I had a really strong point and that was a, actually very very important to this whole thing and it, mm. so i mean but at the end of the day i think like tom and i people might say like oh my god you guys have a horrible relationship no tom and i have an absolutely very normal very normal marriage relationship i mean i everyone fights everyone and i think fights, if every, yeah. i think if everyone stopped and thought about all their arguments that they get in and if and how those would look on camera with music and edits <laughs> and everything like that they might go like oh fuck. oh yeah I was maybe just... <laughs> it'd be worse than tom and i i don't know, I know. i'm just saying there's, there's like there's nothing like abnormal about tom and i's like habits and tendencies i was just telling you about my boyfriend matt and i got in a huge fight last night about like the light switches cause <laughs> you have to tell the robot voices in my apartment like to turn them off and we got in the biggest fight and if they would have i would have looked like such a monster because i was like turn off the fucking robots mm-hmm. matt like <laughs> and then they'd be like well, why do why do you so then you get in your interview chair and they're like so, um, what is it about these light switches? Is it something deeper? Is it does does Matt tend to do things without you wanting him to do them? And like, does he never ask you? And then you're like, now and now yeah. it's taking shape Ooh, of something else, and it's turning. It's, it has taking on a different form almost. And you're that like, but so that's not what this fight yeah. was about. Like. Yeah. This fight, and then it was just, have to it was just a fucking fight, and like, then re- right, it's just a it's fight just about nothing. Dumb. And you guys would have ended; it would have just been over then. But yes. because you're, it's a TV show, you got to talk about, it and then relive it while it airs. All that stuff. I mean, the show, the show you said it right, it, it is great therapy with all the fights with all the friends because you know you gotta, you can't just brush it under the rug and move on from it and. And hope it doesn't come up again. Like you have to, like you have to beat it and talk, approach it from every angle, and talk about it with everyone, like, uh, like non, yeah. non, 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 non stop. So it it is kind of therapeutic and great in a way. I want to talk about this, not so much a fight, but a little discussion between Ariana and LVP. So Ariana had, I thought, rightfully pointed out that LVP had thrown the Toms under the bus. She said once on the TV, but I feel like I've seen it multiple times. Like we've yeah. seen it in confessionals, in interviews, all over the place. She just throws these little jabs that's, you know, British humor or whatever. But Ariana went up to her and said, you know, she was very respectful. I thought she handled it wonderfully. Yeah. And then also, I want to just say LVP in her confessional, she says, we're not talking about Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, which is like, come on, like, that's a little jab too that she threw in her confessional as she's explaining this relationship, which whatever, fuck that. But, yeah, but I want to know how you felt about that whole thing because Ariana was the one who went and, and said this. Did you have? Did you agree with Ariana or did you? Um, here's the th- you know I I I do agree with Ariana to you know to an extent, like the 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 nature the points that she has on. Yes, do I think going toe-to-toe head-to-head with lisa is wise no i think that it comes down to like picking and choosing a battle you know Mm. that that's where i disagree almost but you know i i did see it and you know lisa did pick tom and tom for a reason and rather than with leading with that she almost wanted to highlight all the reasons why they weren't suited for it i'm like well why like Mm. why would you want to like to even have people question your decision Mm. to do this and not and not try to like hype up the reasons why you did and, and focus on their strong points. And it was just hard because like, yeah, she did ask them to come up with a cocktail menu. And then when it came down to it, other people were in charge of it basically. And like that, that it, it hurt them. Yeah. Like they, they were really excited. And I think me and Ariana being the closest to them and, and witnessing like their, like, the truth of like their feelings and mm. you know not the business side of it the, the 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 side that they had to they had to you know put forth but then you know my, tom i've i've had liquor bottles my whole like dining room was transformed into like a mixologist lab basically like thousands of dollars and hours upon hours of them like just all day long these cocktails like they put and a lot it's like if you don't that. want them to do it say that up front and just to say like well you took too long well no they didn't mm-hmm. take too long they they were they were very, they were delivering things to them like you know it was just kind of like and then i and then um you know there was instances where like you know we get like call times to mm-hmm. to go film and the times would be there and you know 
I know Lisa also films like Housewives and stuff like that, but they would be there at their call time. But then, you know, they would start the, There's the scene. There's been a bunch of scenes. They would start yeah, the scene where they, they would come, come in and Lisa's uh-huh. there. And she's like, oh, finally. Oh, I've been waiting. Like acting as if like they're like uh-huh. tardy. Have they been late in Vegas? And had they shown up a little? Dr- yeah, it's Vegas. That's it happened. was his birth. What? Yeah. But that's not every time. And and they, the bottom line is that these guys took this very seriously and they've wanted to learn and they've wanted to absorb from Ken and Lisa who are extremely successful. They do restaurants and bars amazingly. That's not, that's no like mystery to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I just feel like she just kind of wanted, rather than giving them that opportunity and helping them nurture and grow, I did feel like she took more time to just, you and know, I think cut them down a little bit. It was a bummer. And those scenes, like even with the Mexico trip where it's like, we know that, we've seen we've seen the truth and even with like them showing up late it's like we know that there's a call time we know that this is a tv show so to be watching it as a viewer it's like i don't we don't like when the scenes feel set up like i think it's very transparent when there's things that are just set up for tv and so it's like weird to me that there's anyone would be setting up like them being late to something it's like if they're naturally late fine <laughs> yeah I don't know. and they, they, yeah sometimes yes but but also they they really wanted to be there What's a lot going of on it. with the Tom Tom? Isn't there a Tom Tom spirit line now? I don't know. I don't know what the, I read about this, and I don't know how much validity. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know how much validity there is to like. Is there actually a trademark? Is it actually happening? I know. I know. Tom and Tom are working on some stuff. Yeah. As far as what Ken and Lisa have going on, I don't no idea. Right. Okay. Uh, let's talk about James and Raquel. So in the finale episode. This felt set up to me. The whole Raquel looking for a job. She said, she said, this is a quote from Raquel and it just made me laugh so hard. She said, I want to get a job. <laughs> I want to get a job. Women today are so involved in the workforce. And wait, it, what? When is, where, is, is like, where was this? This quote? was in the finale episode. It was like a throwaway line. Like it was, the camera was cutting away or something. And Raquel says, I want to get a job. Women today are so involved in the workforce, which is not a. <laughs> It's factual. They are involved, but it was just a funny thing for her to say. But I wondered, she's getting, she got a job at Sir. She announced it on social media. We saw it. Yeah, I heard. What do you make of this? I make it as like, she should have just picked up a bottle of Fiji, honey. That would have been a lot easier <laughs> than training and doing, putting on the uniform and like, you actually going to work shit. You know, I people are saying, well, you, do you guys even work there? Like, listen, honey, I paid my fucking dues at Sir. I got, I got hired there 10 years ago. I worked there for years before there was even a show. I pulled shifts on Saturday, answering phones, doing reservations. For five hours, then I put on my little scarf dress and work for another five hours. I worked lunches when no one wanted to, so I don't want to hear what I do and what I don't do mm. anymore. When people come on the show now, it's a very different scenario, and it's very obvious what's happening. Do I need to spell it out? Like, right. this is like, and I don't even want to like entertain this. And I worry, I worry, I just worry about the show. I love this show so so much. And I don't want it to feel scripted, but at the same time, you guys are growing up and you're all, you're all moving, you know, Mm like I'm, I'm thinking, where's the show going? What do you think? Where do you think? What do you want to see? Do you want to see like a younger, like 20 something like Raquel's and James come into Sir and do the Vanderpump, like start from the beginning with them again? Or do you want to see like. I I Where we go. Would like there to be two shows. I don't know (laughs) if we talked about this or whatever, but I think. There should be two shows. I think we should have a show that follows you guys. Mm-hmm. Follows you getting married, having kids, or whatever the next step is, moving into these beautiful houses, all of that stuff. And then I think there should still be a Vanderpump Rules where we get a whole slew of messy people in. Like, <laughs> let's just get some young, 20-something messy people, hopefully, that have connection to each other, because that's what I think made you guys so great, was that you were friends before the show. And I would like there to be two shows. Yeah. Because I I think there's like a weird split because I do think that we need fresh blood in, right? Like I always I think that we need some just for storyline purposes and whatever, we need f- fresh blood, but then if the OG cast it doesn't they don't mend. Like it's yeah, it's it's really hard like the, you know, Britney Britney was a new came in obviously she's with Jack, so that was one thing, you know. And then Lala, but that took like Lala wasn't easy. That took Lala came in and was not well received, obviously, for a couple of years. And then you know, now looking back on that, do you feel any you do you regret anything you said to Lala or 
I mean, of course I do. That's not me. I'm not, you know, I, I do have a sharp tongue. I can be extremely mean, but it's not in my nature just to like go after people. I didn't know, but there was some girl on girl crime happening. I mean, she was talking about my body. She was talking about my then fiance. You have an amazing body and this whole (laughs) idea in this world that we're even (laughs) acknowledging that you have anything other than a perfect body is crazy. Well, but thank you. Uh, I'm giving Al McPherson a run for her money, right? I'm just kidding. Um, but, but you know, it took a lot, but, but Lala is now very, very much integrated into our group, meaning that like we hang out off camera year round. It's not just like 14 weeks. The show comes on and all of a sudden she's like wondering like why we're not friends like some other people do. (laughs) You're referencing Billy Lee, right? No, I was actually referencing James. James. Oh, well, I'm a little bit, I guess. So wait, are you saying that there's a potential because Lala, it took a while. So do you think with some of these other people, maybe it just is going to take some more time no. or it's just <laughs> fundamentally you have to have things yeah. in common. And I think with Lala, you know, there was stuff we definitely didn't have in common, but she also did some like kind of growing in that time as well. And I don't, I, I mean, there was, there was, there was shifts that were happening on both ends with that. But I think, as far as like Raquel goes, I think it was just fun. there's a ten year age gap, and her frontal Raquel. lobes haven't formed yet. So, like, you there's know, just it's just it would take like too long. By the time like Raquel catches up to like anyone's level, where like we could like even try, I was so I'm gonna be like pain- forty years old. I was so proud of her for painting that photo of the dogs. You know that photo she painted. It was honestly so amazing, and I felt like that just got glossed over. We didn't talk about how great that painting was. I mean. Shit. But uh, what about Billy Lee? What do you make of Billy Lee? That seemed like a. There was so much pre-show hype about that relationship because of all the things that had happened online and stuff. And then we saw it play out on the show. But where do you? What do you make of Billy Lee now? She spooks me. She's spooky. Speaking of spooks, she got fucked by a ghost. Did you see that? Oh my god! Yeah, I did. No, that was not referencing. No, but I, she, she's spooky a little bit. Uh, I okay, Billy. I. Initially, I really liked her. I thought she, I thought her energy was great. She was fresh perspective. Like, I was so like interested in her story, and I thought she was such like a great like, you know, spokesperson, if you will, or what you know, a representative, a activist for being trans and hearing her story and just like where she got, you know, just from where she started to where she's now. Like, it was like very inspiring, and and you know, I just thought like. She was great. I loved being around her. We had, you know, we had a lot of fun. And then there was when just, did it get messy? It was like uh, f- probably about three. This time last year, a little yeah. bit more. I think it was like leading into season seven, and like she was kind of like starting to like rustle up weird things and like interviews that she was doing, talking about like all of a sudden like. She's like me and Stassi just don't get along. And Stassi's like, yeah, we do. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it was just started getting a little weird. Like, and I'm like, I'm like why noticing. is she saying this? Like, you guys are great. Like, we're all good. And then she had all these issues with Lala. And then I was like, this is getting weird. And then, and then it just, and then when it came to like the girls' night thing, and I was like, yeah, this is this is fucking wild. That's where it this is wild. Really I yeah. can't. I like. I can't. Like. You know, I understand. I I, I get I 100 percent hear what she's saying and get where she's coming from of being, you know, left out and being ostracized. It's a trigger. Yeah, I I, I, I get that. But like also like this is a safe place. You should Mm. feel safe. Like and I'm I'm telling you right now that it's not. And you're telling me right now that I'm not listening. And I'm just like, so I'm supposed to just say. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I left you out on purpose because you're trans. Like, no, like there's there has to be like I was trying so hard to get to a level of like understanding with her. And then. She's just kind of continued to keep diving off the deep end, and she did it again with Stassi recently. Oh, really? Oh, wait, yeah, there was something recently with they had Stassi a went on night. Jenny McCarthy's uh, podcast radio uh, show. radio show, yeah, yeah, whatever. And and I think she was an she was just essentially being like, "Do you feel like there's people that amp it up, or like, do you guys have to like, you know, put things?" You know, basically, she was asking like, "Who's the thirstiest of the bunch?" Mm. And Stassi basically said uh, that uh, Billy okay. is because you know she just kind of lends to like pick fights with people just to like have storyline or like to be so, but to wait a minute. Doesn't it on some level when you see that kind of thir- uh, thirsty behavior or 
messy behavior, do you ever think like, well, that's good for the show? Or you're just think. I mean, you guys are no. all just thinking about your life. No, because we don't do that kind of stuff for the show. We don't. So I understand other people like mm. come in, they feel the pressure to like have, you know, some kind of story, but like, but let that come naturally. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't like force a fight with someone. Don't force an, an issue with someone when that's not the issue. And that's, that's, that's the issue with Billy is that she keeps kind of trying to press these issues on, on these subjects that don't, that are not like relevant I see to what it. You're saying. So when Sassy called her thirsty, she immediately was just like, I'm fighting for equality. And Sassy's like, that's not what I meant. And then, and then she's judging up stuff that like Sassy, she's saying that Sassy made racist comments and took it to a whole nother level. It's just like, dude, when are you going to get it? Mm. Like, this is exactly what she's talking about. So okay, I don't know. Spooky, right? Spooky. <laughs> I'm still so fascinated by the ghost sex. <laughs> oh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I didn't read the article, but there was a headline that she got fucked by a ghost. And I was into that. I thought, <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much stopped reading. Okay, so that. let's talk about you're moving to the... You're moving. Ariana and Tom moved. Mm-hmm. Are Jackson and Brittany... Jackson and Brittany are moving. They're moving the, and Kristen's yeah. moving. Chris, yeah, Kristen is... She's doing renovations right now, but she's moving. Okay, so... Does the show look different in the valley or wherever you guys are moving to? I don't know yet. I've, I've, yeah. I have a feeling it might. Are they filming the moves at all? Perhaps. 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 <laughs> we can't say. We haven't, start, no, haven't we, started. No, we, we haven't even heard yet. about a next season. I've not signed anything. You guys there's are nothing. Back. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't doubt that we're coming back, but I can't, like, if you were the, coming back. There's like, no, I can't, like, confidently or officially say anything because I haven't, like, signed it. If you were to come back, when would filming start? Summertime, right? Does always, it, when yeah, does it we, typically start? We usually start? film, you know, June to August. June to August, but we would possibly start earlier, right? Because of Jackson Brittany's <laughs> wedding, if it was potentially coming well, back. Jackson Brittany's wedding is like end. They've already said they've announced their wedding date. It's end of June. So oh, so it's end of June. So I know a lot of fans, myself included, were thinking, are if there's a next season, are we looking at a full season of a wedding? Or you wouldn't be. Uh, I mean, you're not the producer on the show, but what do you think? Like, um, I think because I'll speak for myself. I don't want. I don't want a full season of like leading up to the wedding. No, because <laughs> it's boring. Because <laughs> it's boring. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying because of just like the timeline. Like, if we start filming, oh, so in if June, you would start it, filming in June, so that would be like beginning we would film of season to, to August, and so oh, there would see. have to so be there... some stuff that happens after. Okay, okay, I see. So there's there would be a potentially a wedding early in the season, like first quarter of the season. And then you guys would solve the rest <laughs> of the season. Left. That's good to know. Cause I feel like most fans are thinking, ah, oh, fuck, am I going to have to sit through a whole season leading up to the wedding? Like, that's what I'm thinking. No, because I mean, we, like we've already kind of seen a lot of wedding stuff in season we've seven seen enough, yeah. and the, the engagement party is on the finale. So yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> you're uh, Britney's matron of honor. What yeah. do those responsibilities include? Have you had to do anything yet? It's like a huge big wedding thing. Uh, yeah. I okay. I've only been. By a the way, wait, real quick, just because it popped in my head. <laughs> I think my favorite episode of yours this season was the finale because you were just dancing the whole time. <laughs> like everyone else was like, I felt like there was all this like little pockets of drama going on, and we would just see you in the background, just like on the dance floor. And you just look like you're having so much fun. That was me like this whole season. I don't think, I know it's shocking, but like I had a great time this season. I had so much flipping fun. Yeah. And yeah, this, the engagement party was a a blast. I just got like shwasted and had a good time. And I had no idea. I had no idea. I I knew that there was like, I talked to Sheena about some drama with her and Adam, like on the way, but I didn't know what went down. You, you didn't see <laughs> Sheena crying on Mammal. No, uh, I didn't see any of that. Um, but it was, it was great. Um, so, do you have to do? Are you? Do you have to give a speech or anything at the wedding, or is that a thing? Or is I, I mean, I would on? love to give a speech. Um, I don't know if Chris, Kristen might kill me Kristen. over this. Like, I, I, I had no idea how. <laughs> how Kristen much she really was wanted affected that position. by this i know i watch like the after show <laughs> stuff and like she got a little like vicious Kristen did? i didn't yeah, see that oh like, my god dude. i didn't see that what did she She's say like, well she was just like uh you know i thought it was gonna be me because britney's <laughs> family tells me that i'm her best friend and 
And then she's like, you know, and Katie, Katie was bitching about them even moving down the hall. And I'm sorry, I'm not her neighbor. I'm sorry, I'm not married, but I could just pick up Katie's slack. I'm like, listen, <laughs> hold up, hold up. I, I'm a great friend of Brittany. Brittany also, the reason why she asked me was because I helped introduce her to Jax. And she just felt like that, that was a very like full circle kind of like situation, you know. But I was like, you know, by the end of the day, maybe, maybe, maybe Brittany didn't want a maid of honor that her fiance had slept with i i listen who's to know i don't know but maybe that logic popped into i was thinking like if i was Kristen, i would think i would want to be maid of honor because just from a show standpoint i'd be like well i'd be on the show a lot next season if it's all about the wedding like i would be on it a lot like you know it's a guaranteed position i haven't i haven't been like given like a list of duties by Brittany. i'm I've, I've, I've like, I feel like I've helped a lot without helping a lot. Like I've gone to some like dress fitting and I've, I've helped. So, but like, she's asked for everyone's input. Like, it's not like, it's not like you are the captain and everyone else like Mm -hmm. just can like go screw off. I mean, she wants everyone's help and everyone's input and you know, she wants everyone to feel included. I want to go back to the season for a second. We, some of the biggest stuff this season was the James stuff. So we saw that pride fight. And then I thought it was weird that we seemed to see a lot of James's family stuff come up mm-hmm. afterwards. And I felt it seemed like they were making him a sympathetic character. I mean, just from an editing and producing standpoint, it looked like he at the very beginning of the season, he said these really terrible things to you. And then it seemed as though they were trying to make him a sympathetic character. And I'm not saying he doesn't have great qualities or anything like that. He, he might, <laughs> but it seemed like, did you feel that way? Did you feel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course yeah. I did. I was like, what did, like, what? Like, yeah, we all have a family. And you know, where was, where was my conversations with my family about how I had the courage to stand up to somebody who's been having conversations about my body. And I, I had the courage mm-hmm. to go to my boss and tell her something like this and, and, you know, give her an ultimatum. Like where was those conversations? They were, they were nowhere because someone so had to be the bad that, guy. Do you think that was a way to keep him on the show a little bit? Because if he's just an unlikable person, Listen, then we just- I don't, I, I'm not a producer. I don't work, you know, but, but if I was a viewer as a viewer, 100%, I think that, yeah, because this I'm watching this show. I, this is not like based on any knowledge, but I would watch and be like, "Oh, way to way to create." Because you know, without that, he would have not filmed a single thing, and he would have been essentially hated off the show. But I think it was just like, "Oh, let's 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 get to find a reason like for James why he acts this way." Oh, because his family and his and I'm sure we all a lot have a family. Of you, we all have, and I things. I would imagine I don't I don't know, but do some some of you probably support family members even financially or a lot a lot of the us like either support help do you know like not there's not one person that doesn't in some way give or help their family financially or you know in some some regard i met your mother at tom tom terry (laughs) maloney hey terry i love you (laughs) i loved loved terry so so much she called me over you were talking to Selena Gomez and the, the door guy or whoever the security was was like, Danny, Terry's calling you over to the table. And it was so thrilling to me to then go to the table and talk to you and Selena Gomez. And she was with the whole group. What was, what was Selena talking to you about? <laughs> a girl code. It was girl code. Um, we were talking. She was a of- big fan of yours. I remember she yeah, said, she's, was, like, she's was- like, Katie, I love you. She was like fanning out over you. Uh, yeah. Which that must be weird, right? It is really weird. It's it is it is so weird when uh, there's people who I am a fan of and who for you know I, it's just it's just weird that I find out that people who like I never in a million years would ever imagine meeting or anything like that know who I am and watch her show and love it. It's it's like because it, she wasn't just she was a she was like a legit fan because I was I was watching you two. I was like looking at you guys talking, you know, I was trying to get in there. But I could tell that Selena knew the show and she was like she seemed to be fanning out over you. 
and you at the same time, I think you had like a Justin Bieber <laughs> on your phone or something. Like, so <laughs> I felt like I had a shower. My, you had a Justin I Bieber socket. I had socket. to be, I had to come clean and be like, listen, what did she say? Do you, oh, I'm, so sh- I'm sitting on my phone, like hiding it, but I really <laughs> want to pull it out because I wanted to, I think I was trying to sh- look up something or something. And I was like, just got to show you who else has, <laughs> you. what other celebrity fans of the show have you met? Um, were you at Tom Tom when Lady Gaga was there? I uh, no, but I met Lady Gaga a few years ago, and she's a huge fan of the show. Yeah, right? she's amazing. Was she sweet? Yeah, I, I she wanted to come to our engagement party, but then <gasps> she was like, I was like, is that Lisa's Katie, house? Oh and Lisa was right there. She goes, Oh my god, can I come? And and she goes, Wait, is it filmed? And I'm like, Well, yeah. And she goes, Oh, I probably oh, shouldn't do that. But she was she was like all amped Wait, and like she was like asking questions. Up. So as she was asking like. She had questions, me questions, like, like, it was... I feel like that'd be great to get Lady Gaga on Vanderpump Rules. I know. But she's, like, very, you know... She was on The Hills before. Did you watch The Hills? She was? Yeah, she was, like, uh, she was doing an event. It was, like, very early in her career, but Whitney and Lauren were getting her ready. Did you watch The Hills, like, the original? Yeah, I did, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Tom was on I know that. I do remember that. Um, and then, I don't know. I mean, there's, like... There's a lot of people that I've met, I guess. Any other? It's just it's just, like, it's just people that you meet, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love Vanderpump Rules," and I'm like, "What?" Like yeah. Kaylee Cuoco and Cuoco. She's rich as fuck, Kaylee Cuoco. 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 I think. That's, I mean, I'm Cuoco? guessing. Cuoco. <laughs> um, lovely, amazing. Tom met uh Lily Collins. Mm. What the fuck? Um, there. And that same night, as Selena Gomez was Kelly Clarkson was there. Kelly Clarkson. I mean, come on, I mean, like, these are amazing. She don't she watch the show, but yeah, she was... she doesn't, but still, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But that must be so surreal to have these people that you admire. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre, and, like, I don't know. Okay, we have to take a quick break here. We'll come back with more with Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C, com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash iconic oh i love that sound don't you and that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online in person on social media and beyond uh, we use it here at everything iconic shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow, I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash everything iconic 
All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. How long do you think this can go on? Do you think this goes on like the Kardashians where it's just we're following you guys forever? I think it honestly could because like our the way like we are with our friend, like we want our kids to grow up and get married to each other. Like we don't want we want to live next week that's what we're like, moving like we all want to live together like, yeah, live so, next to each other it's like, so funny you guys are all moving like together. we're like we're like okay <laughs> me and Brittany, like and stassi like let's get pregnant Did you guys look together. At houses together i mean like kind of you know we're, we're very we're very 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 involved in each other's lives and like we want all the milestones to happen together oh so God. i think i think it could very be much like a kardashian kind of sitch where hold up so wait go on forever you ever. said you guys want to get pregnant together do you yeah. think that's going to happen soonish timeline wise what do we think what, what do you are consider we thinking? soon like not next season but the season i'm thinking in seasons <laughs> but with years I feel like it could happen. I'm going to make a prediction right now. I feel like at the end of next season, somebody announces they're pregnant. That's, uh, yeah. That's so wait, something. when would you, if you had a next season, when would you end filming? Like it films for how In long? August. August. So that would mean, that would mean somebody gets pregnant by end of the summer. So if Jackson and Brittany are like fucking right now or someone's fucking, <laughs> then we can make this happen. I feel like. Well, we're all like, okay, well, no one can get pregnant before Jackson Brittany's wedding. Cause like we all, mm, yeah. you know, we're we're gonna like we want to rage. So so who do you think is gonna be the first to get pregnant? I don't know. It, I mean, who's the most fertile? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because I think we all plan on like pulling the gully pretty soon and just like oh my god, l- like letting it ride, seeing what happens. Not yeah. like we're not gonna like go to like fertility doctor and like start tracking everything like that. But we're just basically gonna be like, all right, just like leave it up to fate. Just shoot your shot, man. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. I'm excited <laughs> about that. I don't know what the show looks like, but see, that's why I want there to be a separate show. It'd be a whole new show. And it's, I think, I think, I think it, I think, I think it would be so amazing. I really think that we need to separate the shows. And here's what I think. I think if we kept Vanderpump Rules as a separate thing, we brought in some young, messy people. You guys would still be such a part of that because of Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're, they're going to be around Tom Tom. So I feel like your cast. Your current cast would very, still be in and out. Yeah, it'll still very much like. Has anyone ever talked to you guys about that? Like, has that ever been a discussion amongst Bravo people? Or no, is- but we talk about that. Like us, we're like, how dope would that be? And I think, like, yeah, like the thing is, like, keep keep like we were the messy twenty something years old, but it's that was almost ten years ago. So I mean, like, life is going to happen. And so I think like, yeah, get some, get some 25 year olds in there again, get, get little saucies in there who are going to like, Oh my God, little saucies <laughs> who are just going to be like insubordinate, you know, crazy people get some Christians in there telling people to suck some dicks and like, you know, <laughs> and you know, oh, I, think, I love my Kristen. <laughs> you just were telling me you talked to Kristen because I've been trying to get her on the show forever. And she I, thinks that I don't like her. I told, I, well, I told her that I was coming uh, here tonight and she was like, okay, well I just, I couldn't tell if he like liked me or if he was trolling me, but Ariana said he really liked me, and I'm like, and I'm telling you, he likes you. So 
She she I liked love her. she liked and subscribed and she's she's oh ready to be iconic. Kristen, I love you. I know uh, I told you there was this whole thing about getting her on the show. Hashtag <laughs> Kristen is iconic, and I'm just so happy and relieved now. I think she thought that was like a movement to like. No, it was a movement because she's her. iconic, and I love her. You know, I was even really worried last season before the season started. There were these rumors that she was off the show, and I was like telling everyone, I was like, "This can't happen. Like, we need her for the show." Because I think other people. So yeah, there was somebody, I don't know if it was Stasi who was on my show or somebody had said it was like Billy or someone that released oh, it. Oh, I, I, there were some, there were some, there else. were some anti-Christian people who I thought How were maybe like helping perpetuate that idea. But I think we need Kristen for this show because she is the messiest in the best way. Like she's a fun messy and she knows how to stir the pot. But then I also, when I, when I'm here, I'm going to be, you know, she's not even here and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like. We need her for the show, and I forgot what my point was. I had a good point, but I forgot it. Kristen is like, yeah, she's she's someone that just like loves so extremely hard and like goes to bat so hard for everyone. Like she loves to have a cause, a purpose, and she won't stop till she wins. She won't so stop. And here's the thing: I was gonna to say, take action. She wants results. I feel like you all like her a lot. Like, and we love her. So people think she's. I think some people can interpret some of the messiness on the show to be like, oh, she's a monster, an asshole, or whatever. But Everyone in the cast likes her, so she's obviously a good person at heart. Oh yeah, no, she she has the biggest and best heart. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah, she it, it every her messiness or whatever you want to call it all comes from a good place. It's just like she sometimes gets like really excited. She doesn't she doesn't quite know how to like place those feelings. Mm-hmm. So that it all comes like bursting out of her. Like it's just you know, it's that. it is like the best quality in her, but also backfires. I think on her yeah. sometimes. Do you watch Housewives at all? Yeah. What do you watch? Um, Beverly Hills. Holy fuck! What do you make of this Vanderpump oh stuff on Beverly God. Hills? Um, do you guys know any of this stuff that's happening while it's happening? Like with no. her and the other cast? No. No. All I, I mean, I just remember Lisa being like, she was not having it this season. She was really, really, really upset. Um, and ultimately, like, ended up just going like rogue and like yeah, not she didn't you know, i guess um i had i know i had i had no idea and um i mean god this whole puppy gate thing it's just like it's so it dragged on forever it is because i mean for me in my head i'm just like okay well it obviously runs way deeper than this there, yeah. there's it is like it's so rooted that that's why they keep harping on it at the end of the day, this poor little dog, I'm so happy that this dog has a home because like, mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, I, you know, I think I do know at Vanderpump dogs, like there is a very strict like thing that you sign saying, if it does not work out, you are agreeing that you will bring the dog back so we can, you know, be in and charge there's always a fine. Usually with those types of places, there's like a five grand fine. So they want to make sure that you don't do that. Exactly. And, and, and I, and then, you know, um, but do you think she's sold the stories? I'm slurring my speech. I'm having a cocktail while we're recording. I just noticed I'm slurring. Um, do you it's okay. <laughs> what the fuck is up? It's okay. I do Stassi's podcast like three sheets every single time. I normally so don't record great. drinking, but I, it's nighttime. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so you think she sold stories? the stories? No, 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 no. I did not say that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Do you hate that- Ken? I hate Ken. <laughs> No, See, now I, I'm definitely drunk. No, I actually I love Ken. Like Ken, Ken is just like a fun. Like he's just a funny dude. I like him. Um, That's a I wrap think, on Katie Maloney on the podcast. No, no, um, no. I this that that the selling story. That's like not even like the point. I but don't do you think. think she's shady behind the scenes? Probably. I'm gonna um, say yes. You don't have to say. I anything. don't. Sh- the thing is, is like with her housewife. But it also, her housewife role. Her housewife life is like. I literally, I know virtually it's a, it's like a different realm. Also, by the way, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Like, I think these shows need someone to produce and stir the pot and stuff. I'm just saying, I think there must be some truth to it or whatever, if everyone's saying it, but I don't, I don't don't think it's horrible. Her role, her, listen, her role on Housewives is very different than her role on Vanderpump Rules. And she's also a producer on Vanderpump Rules. She doesn't get the kind of, the kind of pull. Yeah, so it's like on Housewives, she's very much like kind of how we are in Vanderpump Rules. Would you ever go to Housewives? Like, let's say Beverly Hills was like, Katie, come on. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, you would do it. I'm like, can I borrow some of y'all's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hey, there's Erica these Jane, let, people, me get, let me borrow those boots. I think a lot of people online think that 
you guys have been having to hide your wealth for so long. And it's like, now you guys are all moving. Do you feel they think that? Yeah. I mean, I think because you, you guys have all lived in these apartments that we've seen that aren't very nice, but you guys have been on TV for seven seasons. Yeah. So I think people think, well, wait, are they, are they, is Bravo trying to make them look poor or is this like, or are they actually not, not, I shouldn't say poor. That's a poor choice of words, but what do you make of that? (laughs) I'm trying to unpack that right now. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, LA, LA is, LA is expensive. I think that's what a lot of, I think that's sort of what a lot of people are missing is that like LA is like not, it's not cheap. And the area that we live in and that we've lived in for so long and that we hang out in and we're stirs and stuff like that is the most expensive. Very expensive, yeah. So we've we've chosen location for the last however many years. Um, and then also it's just kind of like boils down to like, okay, well, we're we're here. We're settled. We live down the street from Sir. Like, this is cool. This is great. Easy, you know, convenient. Like we're now like we're making money like we're being able to like bank it all. Okay, great. You know, it just came down to like the timing for everything, and this just like felt like the right time. Yeah, because everyone else is doing it. (laughs) No, but but I do think it's easier. Like if you have a friend that moves to another city, it's yeah. The the thing is, someone had to start it. So Tom and I like started it, and then you know I, I was talking to them through their whole process for like even like the last like two years and then like sandoval like was drilling into my head of like you gotta do this you gotta do this and like tom and i had been like talking about it talking about it and then i was like you know like let's just do it if we find something great if not like well wait it's not the right time but you know i still don't know i don't want i don't want to say like oh they like want to make us look poor i mean our life was like but we they don't want you to make. They, I mean, part of the whole show is that there are servers in West Hollywood, and so they don't want to make you look wealthy. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I still I, haven't met Tom, your your husband, Tom. You have. I haven't. No, there's like a. I haven't met. I, there's a he few people that I met on, on the gram and stuff because <gasps> oh, he was laughing at something that you posted earlier, and oh. I was like, "That's Danny." Oh, that's so sweet. He has to come on the show. Yeah. Um, he, oh my god, you're gonna love him so much. First of all, everyone loves him, but like, I, I yeah. see you guys getting along. Oh, really, I, love really well. I love Tom Sandoval. Like he's just Tom Sandoval reminds me of my brother, and I feel like Tom and Tom. Are he's like similar, a little right? bit like not a watered down version of Tom Sandoval, but like uh like decaffeinated. Mm. Like he's like decaf Tom. Right. right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you go. I've kept you for so long. I'm sorry I've kept you for so long, but I ask everyone these questions. Who would you choose for sexiest man alive if you were choosing for People Magazine? And you can't choose Tom. Oh my god. Like it has to be like an actor, singer. Whoa. Um sexiest. Like I always say Chris Hemsworth is my number one. Really? And I just saw the new Avengers. I met him, but I was like Chris more Hemsworth? about <gasps> Charlie's Theron. So anyway. Wait, but... did you meet them at like a that movie premiere for Snow White or something? For the Hemsworth, <gasps> yeah. Was he gorgeous? Charlize was gorgeous. That's all I Yeah, she's about. stunning. Anyways, uh, okay, cool. Oh my God. There's, damn, there's so many. I know. I oh know my, there's gotta uh, be one that you're like, gosh, I, you know, I'm really feeling like Trevor Noah. He's uh, pretty. He's very hot, right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say him. Yeah, he's a good choice. Um, if you, not a few, what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Always Be My Baby. Mm, such a classic. Oh God, it's fourth grade. I remember. You're a big rom-com fan, too. I think we talked about this. Yes. You like One Fine Day, or we talked about this at some point. Like, <laughs> most re- I said that's the most underrated Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. It is such an yeah. underrated movie with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. It's like literally one of the best rom-coms, and I feel like no one talks Same about it. Same with like French Kiss. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one doesn't get I love my props. Meg Ryan. I know. Oh, Meg Ryan. What did I, I watch City of Angels this last weekend because I was sick. I cried. Don't you miss, I miss the Meg Ryan movies. Like I just, I want a Meg Ryan movie. Like we grew up on that stuff. Like, yeah. And I just feel like Meg Ryan was the best. She, no, she's like, she's iconic. She's truly iconic. Did you have an AOL instant messenger screen name? Yeah. What was that? Story of my life. <laughs> what? Wait, why? Because <laughs> it was emo. Was like, what is music? Was, it was, I had like wait, story is, like S T O 
R-R-I-E, and then life was spelled L-Y-F-E. <laughs> of course it was. Were they different, like, size letters? It was no, like I've never <laughs> been into that. What is your screen name? What is your name now? It's Music Kills Katie. What does that mean? Music Kills Kate? Uh, well, okay, so, like, before the show, everything like that, um, I, saw, I had a music ball. I was, I'm very into music. It's, like, my second love. And I had a Would music Would you ever make a song? But like no, singing, I don't. Or are you just no, critiquing like, or like, liking it? Like, I'm a tastemaker. Interesting. <laughs> of music. Uh, no, I, I like interned at Warner Brother Records and like A&R department and loved doing like uh, licensing and I wanted to be a music supervisor. But I had a, I had a music blog, blog and called Music Kills Kate where I interviewed like bands and that kind of stuff. Is my it, first job I ever wanted to do, I wanted to be an MTV VJ so Oh bad. my God, yes. So I did my own version of that. And that's where <gasps> Music Kills Kate was born. And I just kept you it just kept because it. I, I, and I, I want to do it again. I'm going to revive that. Yeah. Now that we're talking about this, is there anything else you want to do that outside of the show? What are your, what are your dreams, hosts, hopes, aspirations, career goals? I to rule the world. Rule the world. Um, I, you know, yeah, I want to, I want to do... I want to pers- bring revive music heels, Kate, probably in some kind of like you podcast that. form. That'd be great. That's probably what's going to be coming. Oh, that'd be great. You yeah. should do that. I am. You should do that. <laughs> Katie, this was so fun. Thank you so much for chatting with me. What do we have to look forward to on the show? The reunion? What co- happens? Oh my God. Is it crazy? I've heard it's crazy. It is. Yeah. It was, there's a lot of screaming and a, yeah, a lot. Do you like, get in big fights with anyone? No. You're pretty like no. I mean, I I I, sp- I said my piece, but like you, I think everyone like thinks because I was like the biggest bitch. I was like the the worst person this whole season. Like, I think you're gonna kind of s- the the truth is gonna reveal itself a little bit. That is maybe a, it's not me. Is there a physical altercation? Almost with Tom and or with Jackson James. I heard that. Is that there, wrong? Jax did get out of his chair within was like there, the first. Is like, there 10 something minutes. with Billy Lee? A physical thing? <laughs> Did Sheena say that? She, no, because she touched, that. she hugged some people. You know, I told you Sheena's mom pointed her, she, we, her and I had a physical altercation. She pointed her finger in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you got that my finger best in your day. Anyway, Katie, I've kept you for too long. I love you. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you. I want to tell everyone, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And if you want to support the show and you want bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic and click become a patron. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all so much. And we'll be back on later this week with the Real Houses of New York recap. And then please listen to the interview with Hannah from Summer House that came out yesterday. It's great. Katie, thank you so much. Bye, guys. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.